Welcome to Unthinkable, and this week, it's time for another slingshot. These are short stories of creative side projects that led somewhere unexpected. Every other week, we share these stories about what happens when you turn your intuition into action. I'm Jay Kunzo. Picture a room full of powerful business executives. They've got hundreds of years' experience among them, power suits, power ties, power steering, and they convene to decide the future of the company. And sitting in the middle of them all, commanding the entire room's attention, is a short, quiet, unassuming Japanese woman. That's Deb Aoki. And Deb can command that room full of executives, all thanks to a very specific creative skill. Namely, she draws stuff. More specifically, she creates sketches on the board to help summarize a discussion in a meeting. I've always drawn, you know, I mean, I've always, I come from an art major and I uh, drew comic strips for many years. But that's never, but then on the side, my business, my main career has been as a writer. I did content strategy. As a content strategist, an introvert, And as a female minority in the very white male-dominated tech industry, Deb wasn't given the voice that she deserved. One is that um, as the person who did a lot of content strategy and did a lot of writing, in a user experience role, you basically are the last person in line. All the strategy happens, all the design happens, and it's all with like placeholder text in it. And then you're at the the last step and they say, put some text there. (laughs) And then... You're like, oh, okay, and then you you start writing it out from a you know a user's point of view, and it's like, wait, this doesn't make sense, and why are we doing this extra step, and what's all this? And they go, well, that's great that you have all these ideas now, but that's too late. But once she started taking notes by sketching things during meetings, it kind of things changed dramatically. <laughs> I got called into the room a lot earlier. Suddenly, she was part of the entire process, and she had a voice from the very beginning. But beyond her work, she says that her sketches helped get everybody more involved during a typical meeting. You know the meetings I'm talking about, I'm sure. You know, there's, there's generally always the loud, there's the loud person in the room <laughs> or the most important person in the room. And then there are people who are more, um, I guess, shy or a little more reserved. Or people tend to perhaps filter what's being said in the meeting. So salespeople listen for sales updates, engineers listen for tech updates, and everybody mainly checks email between stuff that's about them. But once Deb started to draw on the whiteboard, almost like magic, everybody started paying attention and joining in on the discussion. Deb believes this is all thanks to the clarity that sketchnotes provide, as well as how objective it makes the discussion. After all, it's no longer about my thoughts versus yours, it's about solving a problem on the board together. She shares an example from a past job at eBay. I was working on a project called uh, the eBay shopping cart. Um, For many years, eBay did not have a shopping cart. You had to buy things one at a time, buy something, pay for it. And if you wanted another thing, you had to go back and start all over again. It was a project that got put to the sideline for many years because it was so complex and so on. So a lot of people just threw their hands up and gave up. (laughs) Deb believed that in this scenario, her sketch notes could make that complex problem seem simple. And really, that's the hallmark of any good communicator. So one, you know, one, one day I just started drawing it out. Um, and it just, all of a sudden, things just got more clear. 
So after that, I started using drawing more in my work. On any team facing any problem, a diversity of perspectives is useful. But too often, one type of person, maybe a boss, maybe the loud extrovert who hosts a couple of podcasts and really likes to talk to people. Anyways, one type of person tends to own the meeting because of how much they talk. But the more Deb sketched for colleagues, the more she watched introverts and international teams and minorities and women, everybody who historically felt that they shouldn't speak up, all of a sudden start to contribute. I found that when I started drawing, even I found even the most uh, shy person in the room, the, the QA person, the, the coder, if I drew out a, a diagram saying, okay, so the user does this, does this, does this, and then this happens, and then this happens, and it's wrong, or it's, you know, to their eyes, it's, it's incorrect, or, you know, there's a problem there. They, because it's drawn out and they see the whole picture, they almost can't help themselves. They have to chime in and go, wait, no, that's not right. Or, well, actually, I have an idea. Her sketches unleashed the true power of diverse perspectives that otherwise would have stayed silent. And that is so awesome. When I'm working with business people, they, they are so used to talking with other people just like them, who speak in their same language and who see the problem from their point of view. And then when I come there, you know, typically a lot of, I mean, and several times I'm the only woman there <laughs> in some of these situations. Or I'm pretty, pretty, pretty clearly the lowest ranked person in the room. But um, by drawing, um, I, I see those looks of aha, like, oh, I didn't know that. Or, oh, I didn't see it that way. Or even if I'm just recording what people are saying on the, on the board, writing down what they said and you know, the, putting pictures to make it visual, people feel, wow, I was heard. Or what I said was important. And I just... Um, I like that because I, I, all of a sudden then I become an equal in the room. I have a voice. I have a voice that I probably wouldn't have if I was just there, you know, taking notes on a laptop in work. I asked Deb, what would you say to creators who feel that they don't have a voice? You're a storyteller, you know? So um, I come from a comics background and comics is basically pictures and words to tell stories. When I'm drawing on a whiteboard and narrating a flow or narrating a question or you know, illustrating what people are saying, I'm, I'm storytelling. And that comes naturally to a writer. Because, you know, as a writer, as a content creator, you're the, you are probably the closest to the customer. You're the voice of the customer. You're the one having to translate these business goals and these technical things in a language that customers will find appealing or will find understandable. And so you are actually a really important person in the process, and you should have a bigger voice. The pen might be mightier than the sword, but there's magic in those markers. I'm Jay Kunzo, and that's unthinkable. Unthinkable.